Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. Chronic pain, a long-lasting disease, and incurable faith. That's our topic today on Faith Under Fire. I'm Greg Gillespie, and today, a return visit from Andrea Herzer. Her story is a powerful one. Across two decades, she's suffered with pain syndromes, lymphoma, a hundred surgical procedures, infusions, chemotherapy, and so much more. But she has found incurable faith that has kept her faithful and strong across two decades. Andrea, what's it been like for you to be on this journey with all those medical teams and with God across two decades? My mindset was, well, surely God wants me to be completely able and healed and active and going back to the life I used to lead. And I was imposing what I thought was a blessing onto the Lord. And the Lord had so much more for me than just going back to driving carpool and and doing the daily things of life. And yes, that was a hardship and a, and a grief to to lose some of that, but I've gained so much more because now I can share stories of His faithfulness and His goodness with other people. And, you know, Scripture talks about that all of our trials, everything put together is going to be like nothing compared to the weight of glory that we're going to receive and and dwell in one day. So that's that gives me great joy. Some people, the disease goes away, that it's miraculous, it's you know a long medical process, whatever, but there are other forms of being cured as well. What varieties have you found in being cured, even as you have a disease that continues to be with you? Well, I have experienced some physical healing. And, you know, in my book, I talk about that our scars are evidence of the Lord being our healer and healing us. And even though, yes, a lot of my scars, I have biopsy scars and I have other scars on my hand and, and all through my body, different scars, and they testify to what the Lord has powerfully brought me through. But, you know, there's a scripture that talks about how um, the human spirit can endure a sick body, but a broken spirit who can bear. And that, when I read that, it was like a flashbulb going off. It's so important to take care of our spirits because sometimes when you're sick, you want to order everything on the medical menu because you are like, you're just starving for healing. And the Lord started convicting me that I was chasing the healing more than the healer. And so once I began to shift that focus, I realized that faith endures when you anchor it to hope that is sure. And my sure hope is Jesus. We're talking with Andrea Herzer. I'd like to focus on caregivers and family and friends. Obviously, every person who is dealing with some kind of disease or diagnosis would answer this question differently. But what would be your perspective on 
as someone who is going through this hard time and you have a friend or a family member or somebody at church that wants to be supportive, be encouraging, but don't want to come off with some trite, unhelpful phrase or something, what can other people do? And again, from your perspective, what can other people do that would be that kind of encouragement or a blessing to somebody that is dealing with a long-term health challenge? Well, I'm going to refer to the book of Job on that one, because we see that when Job went out to the ash heap and he had his sores and he just experienced so many losses, his friends traveled out to see him and they sat with him silent just overcome grieving with him. Now, we know that when they opened their mouths and started to, you know, try and justify why, you know, they possibly would never have these issues because, you know, they were they were righteous, Job maybe wasn't, maybe Job had done something, then those are the comments and those are the things that break people's spirits. And every single person that I have spoken to who has dealt with health issues for any amount of time has had deeply wounding things said to them about their faith or about maybe, maybe you don't have enough faith or maybe you, you have so much sin and this is, this is why you're sick. Or on the other hand, they may say, well, I know that God is going to heal you. And so maybe that healing doesn't come to pass because we don't know the mind of God. His his ways are so much higher than ours. So I think there is a healing and a comfort in connecting with people, listening to them, hearing them where they are. The Bible really talks about that prayer helps deliver us. So I think prayer is a crucial part of how we come alongside our friends and neighbors who might be sick. You have offered encouragement to those folks who are either facing that challenge or a caregiver for someone who is. Your new book, Incurable Faith, is a devotional with that kind of encouragement. Let me ask you to talk about how you developed that book and what you would hope that someone would find from that devotional exercise of abiding during pain and and hard times. Well, my prayer for everyone that reads the book has been and continues to be that they receive specifically and precisely what their loving father wants to give them through it. So the way that I structured the book was very careful because I know when you are going through a season of chemo or surgeries or uh, side effects, maybe from medications It's really hard to keep up with a devotional that has dates on the pages or, you know, a a bunch of activities that you have to fill out and, and you have to process and think. And maybe you're having chemo brain and it's difficult for you to do those things, or maybe you're unable to write. So I structured the book by putting it, dividing the devotions by length into three sections. And the first one is called a satisfying snack. And those are shorter devotions with no expectation of any uh, questions or things you have to write down. They're just shorter nuggets. The center, the middle length devotions, that's a marvelous meal. And that tells you right there what you're going to get from it. It's a little bit longer, and um, but just enough to encourage your heart that day. And then the final section is called a fabulous feast. And 
just like you do with a feast, those those are meant to be shared with other people. And they also have things to ponder, maybe some questions. But the thing that I'm most, I guess, excited about would be the the proper word. The thing that I am most excited about for readers is that every devotion ends with a suggested worship song. You start with scripture, you go into the devotion and the reflection, you have a, a statement that you can embrace for that day, a prayer, and your questions, your practice, your ponder, and then it ends with a worship song that is specifically chosen to go with that day's theme so that you can feel connected in worship to the Lord. You, especially those of us who have been so isolated by our health issues, hearing the voices of other believers and raising your voice with them to God and praise, it's very powerful. That music, when you are having a hard day, whether it's just because you know somebody at work yelled at you or because this is your 47th day in a row of feeling pain, mm. uh, the songs speak to you. And that was something that you thought was very important to include in each of these devotional writings. Absolutely. And it's because the joy of the Lord is our strength, and we access that joy through worship. So... Praise is a crucial weapon in my battle plan against despair and against the hopelessness that can arise with chronic pain and health issues. So I wanted to offer readers a meaningful way to set their thoughts on things above and to begin to look for the ways that they can give thanks and it, it truly does change your entire life when you start incorporating that into your daily activity. The book is called Incurable Faith. It is a resource for caregivers as well as for those who are dealing with long-term health issues. One of the quotes says, cancer stays in its proper place when I place my trust in Jesus. The author is Andrea Herzer. Thank you so much for joining us today on Family Life. Greg, thank you. It was a pleasure to be here with you.